Hello, everyone. This is Isabel Zimmerman from Attracting Wisdom. I am going to be doing a series of podcasts based on my blog posts that you can find on Attracting Wisdom. And it is really about behind the scenes. You can certainly read the blog post, but I wanted to go a little deeper in the blog post so that you can gain a greater understanding. Again, my name is Isabel Zimmerman. If you are new to listening to me, I am a channeler, a psychic, but really what I kind of view myself as is an ascension teacher. I help um, humanity to connect with their inner being or spirit guides in order to really connect the divine aspect of you in this now moment. And I would say in order to connect with your inner being, which you are connected with your inner being, you cannot not be because you are your inner being. It's just that your level of awareness may not be there. And it's because of this incarnation and paradigm of 3D consciousness. We actually came here to forget who we are. Uh, some of us um, do remember a little bit more when we're children, especially when we're children and we haven't really been conditioned. Uh, we really know God exists and fairies are real and imagination is real. And, you know, you see grandpa and grandma uh, even though they've crossed over and you're just, your your mind is just more aware and malleable because you just haven't been conditioned that imagination is not real. Um, you know, what is a soul? What is not a soul? You've lived many lives. You haven't lived many lives. You only live once. You go to heaven, you know, whatever, whatever your conditioning is. And so it is a process for all of us to undo that conditioning so that you can connect to your inner being. And through that is the soul work of um, unconditioning yourself. And just know that there are gaps of understanding. It does feel surreal. It does feel like you're going down a rabbit hole. It does feel topsy-turvy. It can feel very intense. It can be really scary. And when you really first start awakening, you think you're going crazy. <laughs> because it's like so opposite of what we've how our society is constructed and all the rules and it's 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 really you know when you look at it 
objectively, it's, it's very fascinating. And we came here for this. And I'm very, very grateful. But it is my honor to come here as your ascension teacher and just play this role. Because really, we are all equal. We are all worthy. I'm only reminding you what you already know. I'm just facilitating and playing a role. And how cool is that? So I really appreciate it. All right. This blog is called Why Grieving My Old Life Was So Important. It was published on August 25th, 2021. In that time, I had... I don't know if you guys have done breathwork class, but I did um, a breathwork class in April. And it's really cool because you flood your body with oxygen. And as you breathe in, and, and, and the breath is like this, it's like, <gasps> and you just, it's, um, you don't really exhale and you just breathe in and you go through like two minutes where you think like, oh my gosh, I can't continue, but you continue. And it's neat. And and there, there are many different forms of breath work. So if you have a different breath work class experience, it's cool. Anyways, I did the breath work class in April. And what I love is when there are Um, physiological um, experiences like when I feel things in my body I get really really excited because I'm like oh my gosh I'm having a physiological experience here so even like when I first started channeling I um, did bilateral beats listened to them and what was really kind of interesting was I felt the pressure in between my eyebrows. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, my third eye is opening. When I did the breath work class, my whole body started to vibrate and tingle as I was flooding my body with oxygen. And Breath work gets you to an altered state of consciousness, which is a different brain wave state. I'm a hypnotist. I do a lot of past life regressions and I do a lot of healing work with the divine and the client. And through my words and voice, I relax you enough to get you into a different consciousness state. You go into different conscious states all the time from alpha to beta to delta to theta. Theta is the conscious state right before you go to sleep. That's where I want you when I do the work. (laughs) And breath work is another modality to get you into a different conscious state. Now, I channel already, and so I can communicate with my non-physical peeps or celestial beings or my guides, or God, or source. Don't get caught up on the language, okay? It's just higher consciousness. 
And in April, I got the understanding that I was to work with the teachers and it was time for me to gather the teachers. And it was a very clear message. And I didn't know how that would unfold. Okay. I had already quit my job in March. So it was a month later and giving notice and leaving my job, let me tell you, the the non-physical team worked on me for like a year. (laughs) I was really resistant. I was. It was scary. I was like in corporate America since I was 14 years old. And it's it was a world I was comfortable in, I was good in, and so to to leave that 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 job that I loved and and the people and it it yeah, it took a year. I was very resistant for a year. In fact, so much so I had plantar spiciatus and I couldn't walk. Literally could not walk because I wouldn't take a step forward. And um, when I did quit my job and I took a step forward and I said yes to the divine, I can walk, no problem. (laughs) And that's how it is, guys. You know, your body is a messenger. Your team is always communicating with you and we either choose to listen to it or not, that kind of thing. Um, So I'm talking to you all right and spirits like Isabel we would like for you to read your blog out loud (laughs) okay I feel like you know what it is I feel like okay kids I'm gonna read you a story now but you know what do you remember when you went to school and your teacher did read out of the book I remember sitting being a little girl listening to the teacher read and I loved it I I really loved story time, you know, and I think, um, podcasts, uh, is, is like an old fashioned radio show or, um, or story time. And it's kind of cute. And I know when I, um, so because I'm psychic, it's, um, it's really kind of cool because I can actually feel you guys listening, you know, like I can feel your energy. And I remember, I remember when that first happened, uh, I was talking to Ashlam, another non-physical entity. And like, I'm, I'm very sciencey because I studied quantum physics for like six years, but um, I'm like, I can feel them. I can feel them like threads and cords in the field. And Ashlam's like, yeah. Like, so when you guys listen to me, I get to, feel you. How cool is that? I just, I love magic. And, um, and maybe you feel me. Maybe you can feel my love for you. You know, I don't know. Give it a whirl. Okay. This is the blog post. I'm going to read it. And again, you can read it on your own if you so desire. Here we go. Ready? Settle in. Get your glass of water. Here's story time. Okay. Hello, my friend. 
When spirit informed me that it was time to grieve and let go of the stone in my heart, I felt puzzled. Did I have a stone in my heart? Why was I not aware? I remember a few years back, I came across the book, The Emotional Code by Dr. Bradley Nelson. At that time, I already knew when information entered my reality, there was a reason for it. Nothing is random. I know it really feels random, but hey, that's the game we came for. This is when I read in detail about heart walls. Dr. Bradley Nelson did a great job explaining these energetic walls we create around our hearts. Why? But of course, to protect ourselves. Okay, let's get back to the energetic stone in my heart. I was carrying grief and I was completely not aware. I knew my heart was open, meaning I didn't have a wall around it, but never suspected that I was carrying grief. And so it was time for me to go within and feel my grief. Recently, I had made a lot of changes in my life. I divorced my husband, married for 24 years, but together for 29, moved out of the house and away from my daughter and recent, that had recently graduated high school. If you knew me, I used to joke that I was going to go to college with my daughter. I didn't want to be separated from her, not for one day. Emptiness syndrome, nope, not for me. And so it came as a big surprise to leave my baby, who is not a baby. She stayed in the house with her dad, going to community college. Let's just say I had been counseled by my non-physical mentors for a year to make this decision and act upon it. And on top of it, I quit my job and started my own business. Can we say stepping into the unknown? But why grieve? I made these decisions. I had to grieve for all the changes I experienced as little Isabel, all the moves, all the new schools, loss of friends, homes, and feeling secure. As I started to grieve the loss, I felt allowing the emotion to be. I received the message to grieve for my old way of life. I received the message like Grandma Moses, an American folk artist from 1860 to 1961, who painted her way of life starting at the age of 78. And so I started thinking, how did I live? I remember I used to stress out so much around school. All the English papers I had to write are cramming for tests. Employers getting mad if you arrived five minutes late to work. How at times I felt like a slave to my home, cleaning and cooking, feeling it was never ending. And what's up with cleaning floors? I used to get so frustrated that I had to sweep, vacuum, then mop. Jeez. And that's how I began to cry by examining how I lived, raising a daughter, being married, being the corporate woman. All of that had changed. Who am I without these roles and activities? I took my time at this, sensing this was important. 
I had made many moves in my life, Chicago, Montreal, Dallas, Ohio, Connecticut, Atlanta, back to Connecticut. And now I can look back fondly at my old life. I can appreciate it, not see it as wrong, and smile. Grieving allowed me to let go of the old pain. Feeling our pain and letting go is necessary. Our heart is way more than an organ in our bodies. Our heart was designed to feel emotions. And when we do not let go of our pain, we stunt our growth. Imagine a beautiful tree in autumn. As the leaves die, they change from green to a magnificent red, orange, or yellow. Now let's say the tree does not shed all of its dead leaves. The following spring, the tree would have new growth and dead leaves. In the spots the tree did not shed the dead leaves, a new leaf could not grow in its place. This is how we stunt our growth. We do not make room for the new or let in more light. And so I thank you, my friend. What leaves have you not shed? What are you holding on to that you have not grieved the loss? I stand by your side and love you tremendously. Be brave and courageous and go within. Okay, so that's the post. <clears throat> when I got the message from the breath work, I was driving back from North Carolina from the class to Connecticut. And I had got that I needed to divorce my husband and that it was time for me to go. And what's interesting was five years ago or whatever it is now, I got the message, I kept on getting the message, six bins, like six plastic bins. And when I had gotten that message from the non-physical team, I was thinking, oh, like, do they just want me to declutter my house? Um, and I, you know, I was reducing stuff and, and, um, decluttering my house, which is a good thing because, oh my goodness, you can accumulate so much stuff in life. But on the day of July 1st of 2021, when I, I'm going to cry, when I walked out of my bedroom that I had been a very long time, I had taken my personal things and I had put them in bins and I turned around and I looked, and there were six bins. And so, it's okay, guys. <laughs> but um, the bins were to go up to the attic. And it was July, and it was really hot. And so, I left it for um, Ken to do. But it was, it was weird to see the message years later, what it really meant. And so when you receive messages from the non-physical, your ego mind will 
try to infer like like what it is and so um you you got me as a college graduate <laughs> with messages from them um i take it like i give it time to simmer or I don't jump to conclusions what the messages are. And of course, they're always multi-layered, just, just so you know. Like six bins, like it was, they're thrilled that I decluttered because it prepared me for letting go of um, what I thought was important, you know, stuff or, you know, whatever you own or have or been given or inheritance or whatever, right? But... um so this message around grieving my old life, um, I was really, I was really surprised that they said I had a stone in my heart, and I think actually it was my friend because, like, I, I have a lot of friends who are psychic, and sometimes we will will channel for each other. To be honest with you, because. You're just not attached to the message, so it's it's nice to to go to uh, a fellow psychic because it helps you see something that you can't see. But anyways, once she said that, then you know I was able to hear the message what my team was trying to say to me because I had already gotten the message of Grandma Moses. And I didn't know why they kept on showing me Grandma Moses and those paintings. But then when Astrid channeled, I had a stone in my heart and I needed to grieve. Then it like all clicked. You always get messages from your non-physical team and your inner being. And it's just a process like... They'll send you a bazillion messages. You just you just have to be a Scooby-Doo detective and be curious and, and not let that little voice of doubt say, oh, well, it's just random or, oh, I'm making it up. You're not. You can't make up anything. I know, shocking, but you can't. It all exists. It all exists in the plasma field. You just attract it. You can't make anything up. You create, but you're not making it up in the sense that we think that it's not real. Okay? I hope that makes sense. Anyways, um, so grieving my old life, Grandma Moses was, you know, because the team knows me so well, it was perfect for me to help me open up that door to grieve, to cry. Because I had, because my mom was like so volatile and um, I had adopted a belief that emotions were weak. I, society really... um, celebrate you or, um, you know, being an intellect and being unemotional is kind of good 
here in this society. You know, don't let them see you sweat. It's okay. Um, you know, you put on a mask. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. It's, it kind of cracks me up. But so I had to undo that emotions were weak and anger was bad and just a whole bunch of stuff I had to un- undo because I, if you don't know me yet, but I am so into magic, like fairies and unicorns and magic. Oh my, that is Isabel Zimmerman. And in order to do magic, it's through your emotions. It's not through your head. It's not logical. It's not a process. It is not through your head. It is not through your logic mind that you do magic. And your sister here loves magic. So if that means I have to be emotional, then so be it. But it was a process for me to be emotional and be vulnerable. I'm better at it for sure, but I still work at it, to be honest with you. Um, when they told me to grieve, I had the heart in the hole, uh, the heart, the stone in my heart, I mean, they had shown me, um, I read a, I think it's a book or a PDF or an ebook, whatever. Um, your heart is not a pump. It's, pr- it's pretty good. And I didn't realize that your, I mean, I did intellectually, I guess, but I didn't, I didn't connect the pieces. But your emotions is heartfelt. They don't say your emotions are brain felt. No, they're heartfelt, right? And your emotions must be expressed. And they showed me, they gave me that vision of the tree. And the, the channeling message was of the tree. When us humans do not allow those emotions to be expressed, whether it's anger or grief or sadness or, you know, whatever then um, we hold that into our bodies and we hold that into our energetic field. And so they will be released. Which is why I swear, I mean, I tease, I tease the, um, the team on the other side. I'm like, ascension, we should call it the ascension, the trail of tears. <laughs> Let me tell you, you've got to cry a lot and purge and, oh my goodness. I mean, it's worth it. It is so worth it because then you're lighter and you're in more joy, but you just, you know, you got to go through the muck. And, um, and so it was very, it was very healing. It allowed me to move into more of my path. It allowed me to move into stepping the role as an Ascension teacher. And appreciate both places that I'm in 
like appreciate my experience from my past and appreciate the now. It was a really, it was a really good exercise, especially if you're going through um, a lot of transition and change. It's just kind of reflect upon it and I'm very grateful for my experience as little Isabel and the adult Isabel and the mom Isabel and all the roles I get to play. And I can see my tree growing new leaves and allowing new aspects and abilities to come forth within myself. And I'm not so scared anymore. Because at first you're like, well, who am I? Who am I going to be? Like, what? But now I'm way softer around allowing different abilities and aspects within my soul field to be expressed as Isabel Zimmerman in this now moment. I often say, you know, be a Scooby-Doo detective be loosey-goosey, and play and have fun. Because it is easy to take this game so seriously. It is easy to slip down the vortex. It is easy. And it's not that um, you do not want to feel sadness or loss or any of that, you do actually want to feel it all. It's just to remind you that once you feel it, you can move through it and you can be lighter, right? Because we are ascending as we descend into our soul field. And I get super excited when you guys go more and more into your soul field. All right. I didn't want to keep this too long. Um, Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, day, morning, whenever you are listening to this. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me. Until next time, remember, there is much magic and wonder in the world. Love you. Bye.